At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Dan Soder and Big J Okerson. Welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. We'll have new episodes every morning, Tuesday through Friday. And if you want more Bonfire, you can always hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. You can go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special three-month offer. The Bonfire. Man, I just can't do it like I used to. Ordered some mac and cheese and some wings last night. Dumped hot sauce all over it. Had a bunch of soda and really paid for it this morning. I bet. Is that one where it's like making noise in your lower stomach before it comes out of your ass? It was, I didn't sleep. I had a super early wake up time for billions and my chest was lava all morning. Oh yeah, you had the fucking, the, the hot burps. Yeah, and then I put down a dump on set that, can I tell you? Yeah. Was fucking impressive. Really? Crawled out the bowl. Did it breach the water? So yeah. Say. Above the water. Out of the water, dude. Where it's, it was all cakey on the sides. Its tail was flat out the water. I gotta tell you something. Uh, it was really impressive. Again, gotta take go with the bed. If I gotta make complaints about this apartment, the water level in the toilets is pressure is great, and it, but, it, it bawooshes as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> As good as it's going to get outside of like that fucking gas station toilet we used to have. Yeah, man. You guys had it where you could have flushed. Yeah. I thought, it was, I thought it was the tube system in an old bank. You don't even know this. Christine's given birth to three children in our relationship. <gasps> and all three of them we weren't ready for. And we just sent them down the fucking. What about when they all come back for revenge? The pipe babies. <laughs> what if they come back for you? And yeah. they, they'll reach up through the pipes and grab your nuts when you're on the toilet. Mommy. Daddy. Do you remember arachnophobia? They're ghoulies. The... Our kids are ghoulies. Yeah. Do you remember in arachnophobia where the spider bites them on the toilet? Mm-hmm. That legit fucked me up for three years where I had to check the toilet. The ghoulies didn't get you? They come out of the toilet too. Ghoulies didn't affect me as much as arachnophobia affected me. Yeah, I guess there's more of a chance of a spider coming up your thing than a ghoulie yeah, in a ghoulie, real life. Than a ghoulie up your butt. Christine, bring up a ghoulie. Stop sexting Jacob. Do me a favor if you could stop sexting Jacob for five seconds. She goes, your hot mouth. Right on my puss. What? <laughs> she goes, as you slowly press inside of me, and I feel all of your length. What, guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Brendan, jump my off. Mouth, it's great. My mouth and your, my, my toes in your mouth and my <laughs> pussy in my hand. What, guys? <laughs> your beard covered in my juices. Yes? Look up what? Ghoulies. Sure. For I am your forbidden peach. There's a ghoulie. Oh, yeah, dude. Coming right out the butt. Right out the bowl, dude. Dude, right up your butt, right? Is Is that that what they they do? do? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they come out of your... I don't think they go up your butt. 
Christine, look at uh, what ghoulies do, please. What do ghoulies do? This is where we might be able to take a phone call. Somebody might out there know what ghoulies do. I just feel like that thing coming up your butt. What's isn't Ghoulies two? Is that the considered the worst movie ever made, or was that Chud two? It was one of those. Those Trolls two. Troll two. That's what it troll was. Two. It was troll used, two. We used to watch it at Barcelona Bar. Yeah, that was like a big thing. It's like the considered the worst. It was it the is. worst reviewed movie of all time. Yeah, I, got, I bet that's only, changed. That's only, changed by the way. The only time I've tried to watch it twice, my friend Jess put it on at Barcelona Bar and like you know would do a thing where she shuts the door except for the regulars. We could smoke inside. It's badass. The two times I tried watching it, I blacked out, and I don't remember the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, so I just got too drunk. Both times I was like, hey, what happened? Uh, did we start watching that movie? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Troll 1. Then Pee Wee Herman across the bar. Troll 1, from what I remember, was pretty scary looking. So it was a relatively scary movie as a kid. I'm willing to admit something. I was scared of the first Leprechaun movie. Why is that terrible? You were young, and that was a scary character. Because uh, where I grew up, if you admitted that, you were a pussy. Also, where you were from, though, I bet the idea of a midget was very foreign. I bet there was I've not told... a lot of teenies out there. So you, the fact that you saw a real thing like that talking, and you were like, how is it possible? This is well before CGI and all that shit. Of also, course, it was terrifying to see a, a half person walking around, really walking and talking. And I'm just going to tell you this Colorado logic. That thing's going to get you killed in the winter. So, oh yeah, if that's if it's a part of your wagon, if it's a part of your wagon trail, did I tell you about my aunt's fear of little people? No, like, but please do to point where she would we would have to turn off the TV if there was a little person on it or change the channel immediately. Yeah, could not watch Austin Powers. I uh, told you about Brad Williams thing, right? What? I haven't told that on the show. That seems crazy. At JFL, like the 2011 maybe or 12. I was doing the nasty show with uh, Bobby Kelly, Brad Williams, Bridget Everett. What year? 2012. Was it like the year that you were there? I was there in 11 and 12. Yeah. 12 I don't remember because I was mostly blacked out. Oh, so I don't know if it was 11 or 12 yet, but I was doing the, uh, I think it was 12. Because I was doing the nasty show and uh, the stage manager guy kept telling everybody oh you have said yeah he's trying to get through it because he's uh he's afraid he was afraid afraid of little people and then brad came out one time jokingly and (coughs) did like a benny hill run around the car with him and the guy was like seriously stopped (laughs) and then he got in his car when there was a moment and he jumped in his car and sped down the block and never came back that's yeah so i definitely have i remember you telling that story and i think i followed it with the story of my aunt who's my dad's sister my Aunt Karen did acid. She did a lot of acid when she was a teenager. Yeah. A lot of acid. And she dropped. She was in downtown San Francisco. Breaking on through the other side. Yeah. she was. This was probably like late 60s, early 70s. I want to say it was probably late 60s. She did enough acid that her and her friend went into a hotel tripping. Mm-hmm. And they went up to the banquet room and it opened and it was a little person convention. And they... Got oh off the God. elevator, and then they couldn't get back on the elevator, and they were freaking out and couldn't get out of the it's room. It's your personal hell. If you're <laughs> afraid of... If you're no, afraid no, of that's what made her afraid of them. Oh, oh. That oh, was the moment where... Yeah, and then from the for the rest of her life, she'd be like, if they came home when I lived with her in Alaska, she was like, Danny, Danny, turn off the TV. I do not want to watch... We were watching Austin Powers, and she was like, I can't watch this movie. I cannot watch this movie. She it's was, been disproven that there's uh, little people towns, right? Yeah, I think they did that show. No, but I'm saying they say always, they goes, oh, you know, there's a little person town in upstate New York or whatever. I think it's all been disproven, right? It's not real. 
Just with tinier houses, with tinier things. But then a guy like me, just a lonely guy like me, wants to move there and be their fucking minute bowl. Oh, my God. Forget being their minute bowl, dude. You're the boogeyman all around. Ah, my deep voice. But you'd be the king. That's what my point is. Anyone could be the king of Midgetown. So I don't know why. Five rumored little people villages. Villages is a really, that's the most racist thing to say about it. it, Yeah, it's called a village. Why don't you call it a hamlet? Yeah. Uh, Why don't you call it a... Five f- rumored little people hovels. Hey, look, we have little fern gullies that we found out about. Yeah. Go back into your hobbit hole, little people. There's no way I don't show that's, up. That's... All right. Now, yeah, that's this, not for little the people. size of that, that's not for little people. <laughs> that's for ghoulies. Yeah, that's for ghoulies. And that's not what we call little people. That's not a derogatory term. There we go. People. Now that's what I'm talking about. Kentucky though. Midgetville. Now, here's what I'm talking about. I have a feeling it's called Midgetville, though, because the houses are small. Yeah. But little tiny house. And what is that? You find out that's not even a big house. It's just compared to those houses. That's just They are little car. people communities. So it's, you know, groups of little people that get together. And I think things are sized differently to be more convenient for them. No, you're saying they start this. They are the pioneers of this land. Yeah, they haven't moved in. They haven't been like, yo, it's for let's just, just dominate like where my mom lives, like in a housing thing like that, like a, but Christi- like a, like a community, yeah. like a development. Development is what I mean. In a development, it seems they like goes, they We're create. All. It says that's not for little people. It's for Jehovah's Witnesses. There we go. They live in small, they live in small one bedroom yes. places. And we all know Jehovah's Witnesses though, are very little people. Also, my aunt was, was a Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Was she? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, she became a Jehovah's Witness to get off crack. Damn. She had to occupy that time. <laughs> All right, Jacob. 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 Come on, Jacob. <laughs> it's my dad's Jacob, sister, dude. On, Chill dude. out. To get off crack? She ruled, though. Damn. Uh, uh, hang on, we have two calls, and both of them are things we want to hear about. First, I said we go to Luke in Levittown. What, Levittown, dude? PA? Yeah, dude. Uh, says he know what ghoulies do. Luke, you're on the bonfire, buddy. Luke, you there, oh. buddy? Hold on. Can you hear oh, me now? All right. Yes, I can. I Are you. you in Levittown, PA? Yes, sir. Fucking Sesame Place, bro. <laughs> I'm more of a Latrobe guy. Give me a Rolling Rock any day. No, dude, Sesame yeah. Place. What is Sesame Place? The ultimate Sesame yeah. Street water park adventure. Yeah. What is yeah, Sesame it Place? For... It's a water park? Sesame? Uh, yeah, Dan, it's a effing water park. Do they have like yeah. slides called the Elmo and like the Cookie Monster? I haven't been there in Elmo's tenure. I apologize to say, but uh, when I went, yeah, it probably was like Big Bird's Wild Flume, <laughs> Big Bird's Bath, yeah, Big Bird's Bath, Snuffle Up against his shower time, <laughs> Bert and Ernie's uh, private showers, yeah, and there's this weird ride, the haunted house, and you go in there, and Gordon shows you his weenus, <laughs> <laughs> but it's doll weenus, it's that Nerf shit. <laughs> Gordon, you're a real person. Oh, why do you have a, why do you have Sesame Street penis? Holly Robinson's that, I believe. Is, is Gordon from Sesame Street? Oh, really? I think so. A little crossover there. So, uh, Luke in uh, Levittown, please tell us what ghoulies do exactly. I don't think it's go up your butt. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Uh, so, from what I can uh, can gather, ghoulies are like they're dwarves that come from a satanic cult, and if you do their bidding. Or, or if the, what is it? Sorry, you have to do a dangerous ritual in order for them to give you everything that you desire. It, they're, it's they're like oh, midget so genies. They're like ugly, ugly, ugly leprechauns. Yeah, they're toilet genies. Oh, toilet genies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, that makes sense. That does make sense to me. Yeah, where they're like, ah, tu fatanata. They're like, I'm a ghoulie. Hey, what's up? I'm Jeff Gooley. You want to go to the Olympics and win bronze? A young man and his girlfriend move into an old mansion home where he becomes possessed by a desire to control. Okay, so they make you, right, they lure you in. Is there a trailer we might be able to watch, Christine, to understand what ghoulies do if they indeed fuck your butthole? If you wouldn't mind. Thank you. Dan, you're hung up on this butthole thing? I, I still think ghoulies have nothing to do with the ass. I, I'm pretty sure Luke just said that. Dude, we both agreed we were going to do a Starfish Monday. <laughs> Monday. You said we were going to tie everything into anal. You said everything goes up the butt on Monday. You called it. You said it. It's in our advent calendar, our bonfire advent calendar. Oh, yeah. Scream Factory. Go, Christine. You can play it. 1984. I was one years old. On Blu-ray. Jonathan is having a housewarming party. Whoa! Now, what do you guys want to do? Well, we could play hide and go seek. Pause it already. Yeah. Here's my problem with this. And i got to explain this to people sure. at home. Pause Damn. It. He's having a, some guy's having a housewarming party. These people are all young. So he's having a housewarming party in what only looks, I can say, looks like a haunted estate. It looks like Clue. Party. And no young person, dork or not, hanging out with these chicks already has old-timey books lining the entire place. Do you know what I mean? It's just... But it's his parents' house, bro. It's not what he said. He said it's a housewarming party for him. Dude? All right, go ahead. Just go ahead. You can play it, Christine. Where are you? I ordered it. Do we order this and watch this as a family? Ghoulies? Yeah. Ghoulies is also another word for testicles on Urban Dictionary. It says, like, ah, she kicks me in the ghoulies. I'll be honest with you. I've never thought of that, and I'm bummed that someone else did first. Yeah, dude, she could suck my ghoulies. Oh, through ritual and terrible special effects. Hey, look at my ghoulie. Oh, so ghoulies look like... Oh, what? There's the ghoulie. That's the guy. Hey, what's up? Oh, man, they're boning and all these ghoulies. See, this is creepy. It's like having a cat crawl around. Well, it's like well, they're like what, Furbies. Or well, they the, had to make, but this is back in the day, they had to make everything. There was no Gremlins, computer stuff for it. What did you confuse? Yeah, Gremlins they, and what? Everything was all puffins. Furbies? <laughs> Furbies. Remember Furbies? Furbies were like little mechanical Gremlins. Right. Sort of. You know, there's always a thing with, uh, I don't know if you feel this way about movies like this, but I felt this way about child's play and stuff. Sometimes smaller stuff that can get to me, or, or arachnophobia or whatever, will scare me, like a spider bite. But something like a ghoulie, now that I see it's the size that it is... Send it, dude. Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> I'll fucking punt it. You get near me, if I got any... If I got foresight, I see it coming, and I got my shoes on, game over. I feel game like... over. I don't even need to be strapped in. I can have my slip-ons on. I'll fucking kick the shit out of it. I feel like we're Jacob, back. look who's in the He's motherfucking house. Don't, don't acknowledge him yet. He's gonna. He doesn't like hearing us. Thing. He says no. Oh wait, do you see the call from Utah? If the man's name is Meatface, yeah, it is. His name's Meatface Dan. All right, <laughs> don't judge his name. That's his thing. Oh, is that uh, Meatface in Utah? Is that British? Is it? Yes, my my name is Meatface. Yes. Hell yeah, and uh. Is this possibly true? You've been to a dwarf village. 100%. It's actually accessible to anyone here in Utah. It's uh, it's actually right near East High School that they filmed that East whatever dance movie, whatever it was. You can drive through there, but the midgets get really mad, and they start throwing <laughs> rocks at you. 
Hang on a second. That's one hilarious. Did you mean that shitty dance movie as in Footloose? No, 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 no. That teenage. Oh my god. You got served. Dance Forget what it's called. I don't know what one takes place in Utah, well, great, but, but so when you drive by there, they throw rocks at you. If you drive into it and drive around, like everybody knows about it, but if you go, uh, do, do they just carry around little sa- satchels of rocks? Yeah, I was going to say, what a dwarf way to handle a situation. They go, did you? You know, I, you know, I always leave the house with my thing on me. I bet they have. I bet they use like real like slingshots and oh, fucking stuff like that. Definitely, they use dwarf weapons. Yeah. Uh, battle axes. Tiny bow and arrows <laughs> that are actually suction cups instead of arrows. Clubs? Yeah. People with clubs, yeah. Is it lot, called Hobbitville? Yeah. Oh, Chris. Yeah. It is? There's yep. a video, a news story that just came out in 2020. Damn, Meat Face. Uh, honestly, Hobbitville. I judged a book by your cover. I didn't think your story was going to be real with a name like Meat Face, but... Meat Face, I got the years. Call me Egg guy. Face, right? Because I was hey. like, all right, we're having fun. Meat Face, I believed in you the whole time. A ticket. Trust the meat face. Trust the meat face. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody 
to use this, and I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get to I get to actually go on and have fun. It is self explanatory with sports, and it's easy to use, even if you're an expert. If but if you're a novice like me, football season it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now, America's number one fantasy sports app. Gamble on it. And Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. A more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball, Entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. The story? I do want to hear this news story. Welcome back. You may have heard of Hobbitland. It's a secluded piece of Salt Lake City near Westminster College. And you probably know it from news stories of today or as an unusual place you drove by on or trips along. Or when you have read about it in your Hobbit Bible from being damned to hell. Yeah, <laughs> I think it all is fucking Utah. super Utah and religious. Man, isn't it? people that are straight-laced in Utah, they have Lego hair. Yeah. They're so serious. Dude, they come, out of, they come out of a machine like Vader in the morning. Hell is a favorite of our <laughs> oh, Craig Worth.
Real nice, Christine. Real nice. Real nice. Mm-hmm. Real fucking this cool. This is real nice, what you're doing. Now I can't see his perfect Fantastic. Utah face. By the way, Utah, I didn't forget that you gave me COVID. You I'll be fucks. back. <laughs> I'll be back, you fucking oh, non-soda man. drinking fucks. <laughs> I'll come back. I shall reap my revenge. I'll be back, motherfucker. Don't worry. Yeah. Bet fucking. Trips along. I, yelled, I yelled him for giving my Danny the COVID. Yeah. Give my boy the vid. Me not coming you back. Yelled for at you yelled at Royersford. You had to yell at Royersford. I had to stick I, up for me. I came for Royersford's ass, and Jay's coming to Utah to fucking wax that ass. <laughs> Right. Of course, Hobbitville is a favorite of our Craig Worth, and he joins us live in the studio. He goes, he's actually got a little bit of a problem. He looks like a guy that's oh, banned dude. from. Dude, he, like, he looks like he might be, he's a midget sitting on another midget's neck. <laughs> yeah, or he, or he has a confession in a police station where he goes, I just like their tiny hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes, they can wash everything. Every nook and cranny. God understand something, man. They get their little hands on you, and you can feel their power. Yeah, Salt Lake City's ABC affiliate uh, news guy, whoever this guy is, definitely looks like he's done some bad what stuff. What if I told you toys yeah. were being made for children by the little people? He's definitely, yeah, he's a very, uh, he's a voluntary mall Santa every year. Yes. Doesn't want the money. Just wants fucking kid asses on his knee. And he just <laughs> blows He blows money. He goes down to the bar in Hobbitville and just has them out, the alcoholics eat string cheese in front of him. <laughs> so he can watch their little fingers work through the cheese. And he goes, like, that's it, that's it, that's it. Fuck, that's it. He goes to the dwarf OTB and bets on the, on the dwarf races. Yeah, he goes, I know which one's fast. I'll take him. Trained him myself. Um, Go ahead, keep playing this. Well, you know, it's now vacant and it's posted. No trespassing. But a this while back, great. we were authorized so to take a look. I found one of them story. down by the creek <laughs> and I pulled his little pants off and I spanked his big toe. He goes, I caught one and brought him back to my home where I tortured the information out of him. <laughs> Their little uh, teeth come out so easy. That, by the way, they can't sustain on just candy. <laughs> I hang them upside down and I bleed them from their little <laughs> arms. My wife calls me a cruel sick bastard. <laughs> I tell her she doesn't know the half of it. I hurt them and then I fix them up. It's a sick cycle I'm in. What if I told you I was making them half machine? <laughs> Giving them normal people legs. <laughs> oh... Like Cran, Krang from Teenage I stretch them. <laughs> oh, God. An amazing land, and it's worth watching tonight. This guy looks like his voice. Yeah. It is it's now nice. hidden sweet, by sweet fences, man. but as late as summer, you could see the place. Only in its post-glory days was it called Hobbitville, a curious place of signs and trees and rock that once held lamps says the night has a thousand eyes. Hell yeah, dude, and if you're a little person, you got to be real scared of the night. you got to be, you don't know what's coming out of the woods. That's got to oh be. Oh, my God. Yeah, when half your community be, could be taken off by raccoons. <laughs> oh, my God, a family of raccoons makes it a real problem. <laughs> you better build a fucking moat. Dude, that is. Fire uh, the flaming arrows. The, the siege continues. How about Protect- that, Jacob? Is that going to be a problem with Sirius? 
do you mind telling me if that's going to be a problem with Sirius? Now we, that we have voice quality control? Because there's voice quality control. That's the voice I would do for uh, voluntary dwarves that live in a place called Hobbitville defending their home from uh, assorted uh, small wildlife with flaming <laughs> arrows. In my mind, Jacob, their voice is going to go, Fire! Odd three! And Flame I, your arrows! I can't. I can't worry about getting in trouble for that. Gentlemen, the night has a thousand <laughs> eyes, <laughs> but only we have small sausage fingers. <laughs> My hands feel to have no bones, but they're very strong. <laughs> now the- lock the windows. That opened up to the. And by the way, pause before you judge me. You better have felt the sweet, soft, (laughs) cupcake lack of firmness in a dwarf hand because I've shaken many. (laughs) The reason I I make that joke, and I feel like I'm destroying (laughs) whatever gelatin is in their hands. You're not, dude. And I think even they would tell you. There's bone in them, their hands. But I'll tell you what, you want to play a good prank on me if you're a little person? When I shake your hand, go, oh, oh, you're killing me. I can't write for a week. Did you ever tell the story of the security guard in Montreal and Bonfire? Yo, yo, Christine, you got to be here on the show. I don't know what's happening, and I'm concerned about it. This is the third show in a row where you ask me, why don't I tell a story that I told on this episode moments ago? Yeah. I I, dude, probably, I was hearing that as I was texting Jacob, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, City. somehow it all boils down to you. There were oh, what's another trees. one? Tongues and trees, books, books and, and running, running brooks. brooks. Sermons and stones and good and everything. I feel like I just opened a portal by, by the saying way, that out loud. These are, yeah, it's the same thing that gets you uh, get your spirit into a Chucky doll. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no. Is your apartment going to have ghoulies now? You know what's funny? With you? Tongues and trees, books and running brooks. Uh, ser- what is it? Sermons and stones and good and everything. It doesn't sound right when I say it like that, Jacob. Tell the people. Uh, it's serious. You have to go tongues and trees and books and running brooks, sermons and stone and good and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Why, hello, Mr. Bird. <laughs> Are you ready to ride your ostrich to work? It was an aviary, for George Allen was also president of the zoo. It was nature. Oh, I thought they kept birds because that's what they rode feet. everywhere. Wait a like second. that was like their uh, that was like their car dealership. Was when they'd get birds. Wait, none of this is saying this is for dwarves. It's like a is that the reveal? Part. I think this is going to be a reveal. Okay. Hold on, keep playing. Okay. I right. think he's going to be like, now do you want to know the craziest thing? Yes. These people are half of the size of a regular man. Because it said it was an aviary, and I'm like, uh, isn't that for like a bird sanctuary? Yeah. Like, you can't have a fucking hawk around these. They'll take fucking snatch it right <laughs> up, man. They'll be gone. That's what I'm gone saying. Maybe yeah. that's their car dealership. <laughs> I got something in a, uh, I got a falcon here. Ah! <laughs> Fly, Rancor! Fly! And Excelsior! <laughs> and beyond! <laughs> and it was a place designed to reflect Colin's poem, List to Nature's Teachings. All right. Well, skip ahead. Skip ahead. Yeah. Is this guy just saying this cool place? Oh, hang on. Hang on. This guy's got some ideas about midgets. <laughs> Little weirdos come around nipping at your knees. Well, I got in trouble for going through their graves. (laughs) Because I came here like Godzilla and kicked down all their homes by accident. I told them I was a god. (laughs) 
I do remember having my 22nd birthday here. And my uh, girlfriend at the time, one of my roommates, fun. tried to make me a nice cake. And we had it right But the there. little people came and took it. <laughs> Look at that little well. I don't think that's it, Look dude. The little house. Oh, here comes Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> <laughs> now, you might think this it's, is a place for dwarves. It looks like but... if Eddie Pepitone got the role of Gorbachev. <laughs> I want to hear his. I want to hear his outro. I bet you thought I was going to talk well, about little people. Well, I don't mix business and pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a fetish. This is work. <laughs> to Sugar House Prison, which was located just down the street in Sugar House Park. Sure, prisoners thought it would be a perfect place to hide among the beautiful sayings and trees. Nope. Mrs. Allen caught them all. She always caught the kids that went in over there too. In her mouth and in her butt and, uh, and in her butthole. <laughs> the fuck is so this much entertainment is so boring. Like it's just yeah. so goddamn boring. He goes, and there's a, she killed all of them with her bare hands. What a lot of people don't know is Miss Allen was classically trained in hand-to-hand combat and an explosives expert. Me well, face, me face. Me face. You lied to us. Village. You lied to us, dude. You lied, bro. Face? You, do you think Vincent's going to lie? I don't think so. I don't even know, dude. Vincent in Pennsylvania. Hey, man. What's up? You're hey, on the bonfire. I'm working on how to engage with this. I like person. that. Hey, you're on. <laughs> all right. No, no. I got. All right. So, Dan, it, this brought back horrible memories when you said you were afraid of, like, spiders tickling your. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went to uh, so-called Philmont, New Mexico. It's a backpacking trip for Boy Scouts. Like a couple hundred thousand square miles, you know, you go over a couple of over like ten days, you go like you know two hundred miles. Yeah. One of the things they told us was the the toilets that we had because it was just a backpacking trip. Was you've had these things called red roofs in? They were a hole in the ground with a wooden box on top, and that's it. Okay. And uh, one of the things that's that's common to New Mexico are black black widows, brown recluses, and wolf spiders. Wolf spiders are gnarly, dude. They're all one of the brown recluse. Kill that'll you. kill you, and so can a black widow. But wolf spiders look crazy. Yeah. Also, they're gigantic. I don't know if you've seen one up close, but it could cover your face. That's how big. Yeah. They are. Well, I have a very large head. Bring up a wolf spider, Christine. I need to see it. Dude. Dude. The wolf spider. All right. So I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take a stick with you and smack it around on the inside. That way, all the spiders that are hiding out in the warm enclosure are uh, they get scared away towards the bottom, or they scared out. Well, can I ask you a question real quick? I'm sorry to interrupt. Real quick question: When you slap around the the stick in the in the poop box, and these spiders come out, ah, man, Christine's bringing up wolf spiders. Fuck, they're creepy. You know what's funny? If you, you look at it one direction, it'd be creepy, but if you put this voice to it, you're coming out here to take a uh, midnight poop. Well, that guy could crawl into my, my stinker any night. It's with me, that voice. Wolfie. <laughs> it's me, Wolf Spider. I've from before. I just want to tickle your nuts. <laughs> you like me tickling your nuts? Just sink my deadly venom into your <laughs> ding dong, is all. I want to watch your flesh rot from the <laughs> Damn, he's got spikes on his skin. That is terrifying. Yo, all right, so you were saying you yeah. go into you go to take a shit in the middle of the night and you're stickless. You're going raw dog. Yeah, I just I'm like I don't oh, fuck it. I you know I haven't seen a spider this whole fucking time. So I go. This is like seven days into our ten day trek. I go and I sit down and I'm doing the business and all of a sudden I just feel something like 
crest my balls. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I, I like, I hop up. I don't even wipe. I'm just dirty. I hop up. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I pull up my, my little flashlight that I have, and I see one long arm sitting at the front of the toilet, hanging out. Just and it, I looked in from the back. Wolf spider sitting right where my dick was. Literally came up and just tickled me a little bit. Guess yeah. who was sitting? Who uh, from the rest of the trip? The last three days, I shit on a rock. Squatting like a man for the rest. Yeah, of the well, right. did you, I mean maybe that wolf spider was just trying to fucking get you to a nice place? You know, I think you're being a little rude uh, to dude, the wolf I spider. I would have played. Nuts. I would have played. I would have tried to stand squat on the box and see if I could hit the hole. <laughs> oh, like uh, yeah, just do basically like um, cornhole it. Like see if yes. you could slide in. Yeah, I'd see if I could just drop it down. Oh, the right. Dude, that's, just, like, it so it didn't. It didn't bite you at all. Thank God. No, no. It just tickled my balls with its with its weird hook arm. Did, can I is ask there, you is there any? Is there can, any I, can I ask you a personal question? Did it feel yeah. nice? <laughs> Between you and me. It's like it. utter, you know, I'm an adventurous man, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was more thinking like, uh, did that give you any sort? Did that develop a phobia for you that you didn't even have before? Uh, I won't shit in holes anymore that I don't know it's a solid toilet. She goes, Vincent, like, stop doing it on the counter. We own this place. There's no spiders here. He's like, I can't poop in a toilet. <laughs> I got to do it right here on the counter. No, you probably love a good toilet. But, I mean, there's people that are afraid of, like, snakes. How many real stories are there of snakes coming out of a toilet, Christine? That's not real. Why would you say that? Why would you even think I've heard that? a lot of stories about that. I told you that... To- I stayed at the, my uncle was dating this rich girl when I was a kid and I went and stayed at her house in Bel Air and it had, I went to the bathroom in this really nice house and there was just a mouse in a the mouse. toilet hanging yeah, out you told us that, yeah. it was, and it was, Whoa. it like doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in like the poorest place, or the richest matter. place, there could be something like this. No, 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 no. Just your rich people, those rich people you went to see their house were garbage trash people. Who don't deserve anything. Imagine uh-huh. being a mouse or a rat or a fucking snake and you find the tube where you're like, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. I got fucking daylight. And you come out and it's someone's asshole and just shit dropping on you. And you're like, fuck. Look at this. Oh, no. Yeah, snakes. Yeah, snakes in the toilet. Yeah, totally. No. Dude, that's so real. Dude, that's like my poop. It's like my poop at billions. Breaching <laughs> <laughs> the water. It was fun. Oh, dude. Fuck you, dude, dude, Fuck dude. you. If that comes oh up, if God. that, by the way, if that sees your, uh, <gasps> if that sees your ghoulies dangling below you, oh, it's gonna strike. It's gonna strike your nuts. Oh my God! Can you imagine a snake's mouth just wrapped around Day. one ball? Yay! Yay! Your nuts hanging. It's just the first time t- you've ever put your hands on me. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I hit you. I don't, I don't like that we do this. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's fucking. All right, let's take a break. All right, oh. we'll take a break. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my Lord. No. Oh, sweet Lord. All right. We'll take a break. It's the bonfire. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM.
I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.